Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast. So this podcast is not going to be for the faint of heart. Um, And in this podcast, I'm going to get around some raw ideas of why people do not ask for help. So if you haven't looked at the title of this one, let me go ahead and tell you it anyway. It is how to ask for help and actually get it. So the reason why I wanted to talk about asking for help is because it's one of those life skills that I don't think is very knowledgeable, not knowledgeable. It's not just, most people are not aware of it being a life skill. I Lately, I have been fascinated with the concept of life skills and I call them life skills because it's kind of like a universal skill that while you learn it, you can apply it anywhere. So you can apply it at work, you could apply it in your personal life, you can apply it to yourself. It's just, it, it's not just, you know, it only works for work. It works everywhere in your life. So hence why I think it's a life skill. Well, one of the things that is a life skill is asking for help and actually getting it because you'd be surprised thinking that, oh, when you ask for help, you're just asking for help that you would automatically get it. And that is not necessarily true. You could ask for help and not get help, or you could ask for help and get the wrong type of help. So this podcast is going to be having me do a deep dive with you to go over some of the the biggest issues that I think people have when they ask for help, and then how to actually get through all of them. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the first one is out of all three of the biggest issues I see that people have around asking for help is the first one, which is why are you not asking for help? So you may wonder, well, I'm not asking for help because I need it or whatever the scenario is. It's, it's, I like to go deep when I talk in these podcasts and this is not an exception. So why are you not asking for help? Do you not feel worthy? Do you not feel like people would help you? Do you not feel that they would do a good enough job? Do you feel that you would have to go up back after them and do it again? Do you feel that it is your responsibility and therefore you can't ask for help? So if you can kind of figure out why you're not asking for help. You don't, you feel ashamed for asking for help. If you could kind of think of what that is, then it's a lot easier to kind of go through the steps going forward. So for this podcast example, I'm going to use cleaning as my kind of example to walk you through the steps so that it can sink in a little bit deeper. But of course, apply this however you see fit. So if we go back to step one, in regards to cleaning, why am I, let's in the scenario, why am I not asking for help? Well, maybe I believe it is, and this is going to sound so sexist, but let's go there. Maybe I believe it's a woman's job to clean. Maybe I believe that my spouse, friends, significant others, coworkers can't clean as well as I can. Maybe I don't ask for help because I am um, embarrassed. Uh, that I would need help, you know, that, oh my God, why can't I do this on my own? Maybe I'm not asking for help in regards to cleaning because I view it as a way to punish myself that if I, you know, I, I need to atone for X, Y, and Z. So therefore I must clean. Maybe I'm not asking for help when it comes to cleaning because, 
it's it's my responsibility and I know I kind of talked about that one a little bit but again it's my responsibility and I should never ask for help and this should be easy so why do I even need to bother to ask for help so you can kind of see where I'm going with this there's a lot of limiting beliefs when it comes to asking for help and why you don't think you're worthy for it so another one okay let me go back to that why am I not asking for help well I don't think that they can do it as good as I can or god forbid they can do it better and now I'm ashamed or I'm not asking for help because if I am cleaning then I can use this as a distraction to not go to the gym not work out not work on my passion projects not spend time with my family I can use it as a way to avoid something so those could be a bunch of different limiting beliefs around why you're actually not asking for help. And it's going to, if you can get through that stage first, it's going to be a lot easier to ask for the help you actually need and get it because you know the place that you need to focus on and where you're coming from. If you can't, it's okay. It's okay to also work the step back, these steps backwards. All you have to do is go to the website, margaretstevens.co and look up this episode. And then you can see all the steps and you can, if you need to visually work yourself backwards through this. So if you can't work it through step one, two, and three, do three, two, one. That's totally okay. So let's go in to step number two. So step number two is learning to, de- to deal with the worthiness of asking for help. So if you've identified, let's go back to the example cleaning, that you don't ask for help in regards to cleaning because you don't think you're worthy. You think it's something that should be really simple and easy and therefore you don't feel worthy to ask for help. Well, Let's start getting you to feel worthy of asking for help. Let's start building, whether you call it your self-confidence or getting through some of the limiting beliefs. Let's start changing the mindset that a bunch of hands helping can do the job right because I know that's always a big issue. I can hear my type A people saying, well, they can't do it as good as me. And my answer to that is, well, you just didn't train them well enough and shame on you. So start thinking and start moving through this belief that you are worthy of getting the help that you need. You are not less than for getting the help you need. You are able to ask for the help that you need and it's okay. And if they mess it up, it's okay that you can keep working with them and training and tweaking over and over and over until it's done quote unquote right. So worthiness is going to be why you, what prevents you from doing it in step one. But Step two is overcoming the lack of worthiness and getting into why you actually could be worthy of getting help. So step number three is going to be identifying the things that really, really frustrate you because it's again, that's going to be something that is going to prevent you from asking for help. So going back to the cleaning example, if you are really, really frustrated because every single night you have to clean the kitchen and you have to clean this room and you have to clean that room and you have to do this, 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 and this, and you're like, man, I am really frustrated. No one ever helps me. I'm spending two hours cooking and cleaning and prepping everyone for their lunches and their snacksies tomorrow and all of that, but no one helps me. So that is a sign of somewhere that you can ask for help. So the way you could ask for help is by first identifying why you're not asking for help. Do you think your spouse can't cook as well as you? That may be true. It may be not true. Do you think your kids are incapable of packing their lunches? 
Could it be that you believe that the mom has to do it all? Why, why are you so frustrated that you're doing this two-hour routine at night by choice and not asking for help? So if you take that and you go in through step two, so what would it look like if you were worthy of asking for help? So again, tangible example, what would it look like if you asked your husband or your kids for help to cook dinner and clean? What would it look like if you asked them to pack lunches? What would it look like if you asked them maybe in regards to meals? Hey, what meals do you want for the week? So you're not coming up with it all on your own. Those are little things that you can start to shift your mindset that you are worthy of the help that you're asking for. And then you can start teasing out when you get through like the big picture of being frustrated, you can start to identify, okay, well, maybe I would love it for my kids to, for example, take over packing their lunches. Maybe this could be something you guys do together. You know, all of these examples go back to having community and unity in the environment that you're asking for help for. Because Sometimes it's appropriate to take the task and hand it off to someone and never have to do it again. Other times it's appropriate to do it in tandem with someone so that it could be a fun experience with them. So it's kind of like, you know, it's one of those things to identify which one is it? Is it that I need to hand this off to someone else or do I need to do this with someone? And then here's just some general advice when you are asking for help. Because if you've identified why you don't feel worthy, if you've identified how to become worthy, and you're gonna ask for help on the things that really, really frustrate you, well, here's some practical advice on how to physically ask for it. What words do you use? Because that is always my thing. When I'm trying to learn something new, I want to know what words am I actually using to ask for the things I want. Because I think words have the most power. They can get your message across really well or really should really shittily so you could use this example um hey hubby I am getting really frustrated that I'm always the one packing our lunches could you help me pack our lunches going forward again so why why did I say it that way so I identified my issue And I identified what I'm asking for help for. I don't, I'm not vague in saying I'm always doing the lunches. No one ever helps me with lunches. This is bullshit. Like if you say that you're not asking for help, you're venting. And when no one helps you, don't be surprised because you literally just vented. You didn't tell anyone what, what they could do to solve the problem, what they could do to be the hero in the story. So in the scenario I used, Hey hubby, I'm getting really frustrated packing our lunches. I've identified where my frustration is and what it's tied to. It's packing the lunches for all of us. Could you help me out and pack the lunches with me during the week? You're giving your hubby or your child or your whoever, your coworker, a tangible way for them to help you. Now, they may say yes, they may say no, they may say, why is this a big deal? Again, that is where your worthiness comes in. And you can say, well, if you know, the reason why I want help packing lunches is because I don't feel like we spend enough time together and it's taking up by doing these mundane tasks. And I'd rather spend the time with my family than doing something, you know, like packing lunches. So you could do that. You could do that as an example, but it goes back to worthiness. So give me, let me give you guys another example in regards to okay so let me give you another example of asking for help 
And so the other one could be asking for help at work. So it could be talking to a coworker and I'm going to, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something off the fly, off the top of my head. So it could be asking a coworker to help you organize an area. So you could say, hey, John, would it be possible for you to help me organize X, Y, and Z area by X, Y, and Z time frame? It's really frustrating me that I can't move quickly on this and we can move on to bigger and better things. Again, we go back to identifying where your frustration is and identifying an area where they can be the hero in. Again, the person may say, no, I am not going to help you. And that's fine. Don't think the fact that they say no on something that you can never ask for help again or that you can never ask anyone else for help. It doesn't really work that way. You know, maybe, you know, and if they do say no, ask them why. And do it in a non-judgmental way, do it in a non-bitchy way. But say, okay, yeah, not a problem. I'm just curious why you said no. I'm just looking for the feedback. If you're up to it. Sometimes people are up to it. Sometimes people are not. But, you know, he may say, well, I can't help you right now with cleaning and organizing X, Y, and Z area because I have a really big project and a deadline due and I'm not going to be able to do both. Now, again, you can have a dialogue and a conversation around that and you can be like, oh, okay, well, what about once your project's done, do you think you'd have a little bit of more bandwidth to help me? And then again, that person might say yes. So their initial no is not necessarily a no forever. It's just a no, not right now. You know, it's, and that can be even with family, you know, if there are things that you would like your family to take care of and do. It may start out small. It may start out with packing lunches or having them help you choose when it comes to meal planning. You know, some of the areas that people get the most frustrated with is cooking and cleaning and money. So it could be little small things like, hey, you know, I'd like it if we could go over the bills next month and have you help me with the bills. And that might seem like a really big ask. So instead, you could say, hey, would you mind, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a smaller ask, looking over the budget with me for the bills for the next month, I would like to have a fresh set of eyes, see where we could save some money. Again, you've identified your issue, you've identified where they can be the hero. And then you could also ask something like, hey, you know, I would really love it if I had extra help, you know, cooking and cleaning during the week, two nights a week so that I could kind of have the night off. Again, a different way for you to go ahead and ask for help and give them a way to be a hero. So with all of this being said, I'd like to turn it back to you and say, you know, what are the areas that you need help in in your life? What are the areas that you're holding back asking for help? And I did tease about it a little bit ago in the beginning of the podcast, but one of the reasons why people don't ask for help is because it's a way to hide. It is a way to hide from the things that scare us that could actually move us forward in life. So until I started asking for help, until I started getting feedback and support in my life, I did not have the bandwidth in any capacity to create this podcast. This podcast is literally a direct result of asking for help. Now you may be wondering, well, how does that translate into a podcast? Well, for me, my passion project is taking valuable life skills and passing them on to other people so that it can improve their lives. Now that may sound slightly hoity-toity-ish, but you get my drift. I just want to take the knowledge that I have and share it with others so it can help them. And since there is no way on 
on this green earth that I could physically be in the room with everyone and have all of these conversations, this is the only way I could accomplish that. Going back to how does this apply to the podcast and asking for help? Because I've asked for help, because my husband helps out tremendously now, where in earlier years of our marriage, he didn't help as much or he didn't have the bandwidth to help or I didn't have the bandwidth to ask. With him helping out more, I'm not spending all of this time and all of these hours cooking and cleaning and schlepping every single night. And I don't say this to rub it in your face and say like, oh, well, look what my husband does and look what you, you know, your spouse doesn't do. I'm saying this because I went from having a spouse that didn't even know I needed help. He would have happily helped me had I had asked, but I never had the courage or the worthiness to ask for help. And when I finally started experimenting with asking for help, everything from the little stuff of, hey, can you take the garbage out? Or, hey, what would you like to eat this week? Or, hey, can you do the grocery shopping? Or, you know, it, it kind of built from there. When I started asking for the help, I had a lot more free time on my hands. And with the free time came this slight panic of like, oh my God, I don't have all of these things to fill up my time. You know, there's, mind you, I do read one, no, like 150 to 300 books a year. Like I, I am a massive book nerd, but even that couldn't fill up all my time. So it was, again, when I was able to stay busy, it was a way for me to hide. When I was cooking and cleaning and schlepping and blah, 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 I could hide. I didn't have to face the fact that sometimes I get nervous on a podcast. I didn't have to face the fact that maybe someone, someone one day will write me a bad review or any of the things that come with stepping outside of my comfort zone because all I did focus on was cooking and cleaning and schlepping. So asking for help is a way for you to grow. It is a way for you to take the things that are important to you and get them into your day and into your life and into your week. It's a way for other people to support you. It's a way for other people to be the hero. And, you know, I go back to being the hero and I've said that a couple times. Everyone, and I don't care who it is, everyone wants to feel like they helped someone and they were the quote unquote hero. If you can hear my um, my quotation marks, everyone wants to be the hero of the story. So if someone is helping you, let them be the hero of the story. If someone is going grocery shopping for you, be gracious, be a kind human being and say, oh my God, I know I asked you to go grocery shopping for me, but thank you so much. You saved me so much time. You saved me so much energy. You went shopping for me when I felt sick and I felt like crap and now we don't have to eat takeout all week. Let them be the hero. And as you do that, as you give other people kind words that they deserve, you start to build up their self-confidence, but you also start to build up your own muscle of worthiness because you're like, wow, I'm not doing this because I'm inferior. I'm not doing this because I can't handle it. I'm not doing this because I'm hiding from what I really want to do. I'm doing this. I'm asking for help and I'm getting the help. And they're lighting up and therefore I'm lighting up. So it's this really awesome kind of circle of events where it's win, 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 win when you ask for help. And you can start out small. So don't think that asking for help has to be this crazy, heavy, big ask. Start with the little stuff. Ask for someone to take out the garbage. Even if it's a coworker, like 
You can ask someone, hey, can you do me a favor and tell Susie to reorder the coffee creamer because we're out versus you doing it all the time. They're going to be like, oh, sure, no problem. You know, ask for help in your relationships. Ask for help from your friends. Ask for help from maybe any legal professionals that are in your life. So at the time of me recording this, it is coming up to tax season. And, you know, I've asked my accountant, hey, I always feel like I'm forgetting documents to send you. Do you have a generic list of documents I should keep an eye out for? That's asking for help. It may sound weird, but you're asking for the things that frustrate you. Me having documents come up randomly that I am like, oh, crap, is this going to affect my my taxes? And then the hero of the story, my accountant, giving me a rough idea or a list, whether it's written down or verbal, of things I can look out for. So the ask doesn't have to be, again, this crazy big ask. It doesn't have to be this, you know, 10 year long project. It could be something that takes five minutes, but it makes you happy and it makes them happy. They get to be the hero. You get to have some ease and grace in your life. So again, I'm going to go back to What are the things that are frustrating you? Where could you be asking for more help and support in your life? And if you have any questions that I haven't answered in this podcast, go over to margaretstevens.co and write down in the comments what questions you have or feel free to send me a private message and I will be happy to give you some feedback that way. And I hope you guys have a great night. I'm going to go spend time with my family. Bye guys. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.